Welcome to the Fight for Yourself podcast. I'm Michelle O'Connor, and I'm transforming my life one little choice at a time. Let's do this. Episode 47, A Year of Clear. Welcome, 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 friends. I am so happy to be here with you today, and I hope you're doing well, at least taking care of yourself and fighting for yourself as best as you can through whatever you're experiencing right now personally and in this wild world we're living in. Since we last talked, I've been continuing to fight for myself in the best way that I know how, and I've been deep in the work, really personally and with others, um, which has been healing all around. An exciting update on me is that I got certified as a meditation coach. So I have been leading meditations with clients and groups, which has been so deeply fulfilling for me. And you can find me on Insight Timer. I'm building my catalog there. And really my whole goal with this is to not only incorporate meditation into my coaching, but also to provide a space that is really accessible for people. I know meditation can be intimidating for a lot of us, and I want to provide accessible, easy space for you to get calm and go inside. So find me on Insight Timer, and there'll be more on that on a later episode here. Okay, so let's just dive into today's topic. What I wanted to talk about today is that I'm celebrating a bit of a milestone. I have not had a drink in over a year. And that was intentional. Many of you know that I lost my mother um, a year ago. And also, unfortunately, last week I also lost my stepfather. And throughout this heartbreaking year, I decided that I wanted to be present for all of this grief. And to do that, I thought that um, it might be a great choice to just not have any drinks while I'm experiencing these, these wild waves of grief. And now that it's come up to a year of that experience, I thought it was important to process this and reflect on it and share that with you about what this whole experience has been like this year. So let's dive into a little bit of a backstory. As I said before, as you know, if you're a listener of this show, you know that I lost my folks and um, it's been a very difficult process. I was very close to them. Experiencing the grief from this loss has been brutal, but also transformative. I wanted to fully process it all. So after my mom died. I decided to stop drinking for a while so that I could feel all that comes up. 
It just didn't feel right to escape with a drink. I wasn't drinking much at all at that point anyway, and I knew I was in a vulnerable state, and I definitely didn't want to push that all away with alcohol. Something told me that it wasn't a good time to turn to drinking in deep grief. I mean, in these situations, it's common. People come over, you have food and drink together, but I knew in my guts it would only make things worse for me. My instinct was loud. My instinctual voice was really loud. And it told me that if I was dedicated, really, really dedicated to fully processing what I was feeling, then that meant I had to be present and clear. I wanted to do what I could to stabilize my emotional foundation as much as I could so that I could ride these waves of grief. You know, I'd already lost my foundation of my mom and I needed to build my own. And that took being clear. And frankly, there's something to be said for stabilizing physically my body's chemistry. There's enough waves of going on with grief that I didn't need my chemistry to be in waves as well, if that makes sense. And, you know, I know that often in these situations, it can be tempting to want to turn off, relax with a drink or two, just let go of some of those feelings that you're having just to get some relief. Believe me, I get it. I've done it for a really long time. But something felt different this time and still does. These grief feelings are so intense. I feel like I knew then that I needed all of my strength and faculties to deal with them. And I needed, and I still need, to emotionally manage myself. Navigating these really tough emotions, friends, I mean, really tough, takes up a lot of space. You know, and it means that I have no room for any kind of shame spiral that often accompanied a night of drinking. I know many of you know what I'm talking about. That feeling when you go back over the night and you're like, what did I say? What did I do? Ah, oh, I wish I wouldn't have done that. I just didn't have room for all of that. It didn't feel like something I was willing to, to do. And it wasn't worth the struggle. Um, and I was struggling enough. Just seems like a way to pile on more suffering during a time when I was already in deep grief. You know, and I say that like it's a past tense, uh, but as we know, grief is a long process and an individual process, and I'm definitely currently going through it. But I just really didn't want the same old patterns to appear. Um, and Although it was really scary, I just wanted to be here for this process. And even before this happened, 
I grew tired, more and more tired of the culture around drinking on the weekends. Like that was the only thing that we could do. And I noticed that over the years, as I continue to start to heal myself over these last four plus years, when I'm working so hard on healing myself layer by layer, drinking really just started to be less and less appealing. It became boring. And just not something that I wanted to spend my time doing anymore. And I want to have the courage to be present with what comes up, you know, like the joy, the deep sorrow, everything in between. The human experience. That's what I want to be present for, even when those emotions are horrible. Just those highs and lows that are naturally occurring. And I definitely didn't want to just drink out of habit because it's something that um, my friend group was accustomed to doing. I wanted to consciously choose to do it if I wanted to, if that makes sense. You know, like, I'm the driver here. And it's really obvious to me in a situation where I have no control over the circumstances, the loss of someone that I love so much. This is a way for me to take control in a positive way. I really wanted to be intentional and not just operate on autopilot because it's what I'd done um, many, many years or it's what my family has done or has how my family has coped um, with good and bad. I just wanted to make my own choice and exert my own control. And what I found was that it didn't feel like white knuckling at all. And the more I live without it, the further away it feels from my reality, um, which has just been so fulfilling and wonderful. And that said, I want to make sure that it's clear that I didn't and I don't feel judgy about other people drinking at all. This is about me. And that would be ridiculous. This is about me and about facing grief head on, about choosing the human experience head on with a clear head and an open heart unaffected by alcohol. And this process has been very interesting and it's been like an experiment for me. I made no declarations about quitting drinking at all. I simply listened to what felt right in my gut, which is, you know, something that I've been honing for years, this ability to really listen to my instinct. And as the months went on, I noticed that having a drink was something I just didn't care about anymore. And my instinct just said, you know, let it go. My whole journey of transformation is ultimately about healing and stepping into my true self with joy and pride about who I am and how I show up for the world. And I really want to shine bright. Even at the risk of sounding so cheesy here, I know it may sound cheesy, but hear me out. To do that, I need to show up 
and be present with myself and present with you. Okay, friends, I hope it's been interesting or helpful for you to hear about my experiment of a year of clear. And I want to encourage you, like always, to continue fighting for yourself in whatever way that feels right to you. So go for it. You're worth the effort. Thank you for listening to my story. Every download means so much to me, and if this message means something to you, please write a review in iTunes, share our Insta posts, and check out fightforyourself.net if you need a little inspiration. Remember, reviews in iTunes mean we reach more people with a message of everyday empowerment. So that's it for this episode. I'm hoping that you will kind of take a glance at your life Uh, through the lens of risk-taking and see what you could find out about yourself. Thank you for listening to this one, and I hope you stick with me for future episodes because I have so much more to say.